Welcome to the Everyday PM Podcast. My name is Ann Campia, and I am a certified project slash program manager with over a decade of experience working for healthcare, retail, consumer goods, and tech industries. I thought we would try something new, something fun for this week's podcast. Now, as you know, the goal of the Everyday PM is to connect project management principles with our everyday lives. So I thought, what better way to do that than by connecting project management with the biggest box office hit of 2021, Spider-Man No Way Home, which crushed it at the box office, making a whopping $609.9 million domestically through New Year's weekend, and it hit over $1 billion globally, according to The Hollywood Reporter. While everyone is marveling at the film's success, I find myself smiling at the fact that there are project management-related lessons scattered throughout the film. If you don't believe me, why don't we take a look together at the project management principles that Spider-Man No Way Home can teach us. Why don't we start with navigating a complex project? We find Spider-Man in this tangled, complex web of a project, reversing a botched spell to patch up the impending invasion of multiverse supervillains looking to take Peter down, all the while attempting to cure the supervillains who breached the universe's walls. I mean, look, it's a lot to manage. As project managers, we are expected to wade through the complexity and bring clarity to the project scope. If you find yourself managing a complex project, Try not to get tangled in the web. Weave your way through each of the tasks, deliverables, and milestones, one web sling at a time. This is where a project management plan or work breakdown structure can come in handy. The next project management principle this film teaches us is managing stakeholders. No Way Home is filled with a multitude of diverse, complicated villains. I mean, stakeholders. Uh, according to PMI, or the Project Management Institute, a stakeholder is defined as a party with an interest in the project. Now, Peter must quickly figure out each stakeholder's motivation. In this case, it's pretty easy. Kill Peter Parker. But Peter has other things in mind, like curing what ails each of the supervillains. Managing stakeholders starts with understanding their needs. Ask yourself, what does the person want out of the project? From there, you can figure out how you can cure, I mean, sorry, satisfy the needs of each stakeholder. And while Peter didn't conduct a very thorough stakeholder analysis of Doc Ock, Electro, Green Goblin, and Lizard, I recommend taking the time to do so on your project. As project managers, we're tasked with tracking several risks. And there were several risks that probably could have been avoided or mitigated if Peter had just taken a moment to consider the threats and opportunities he would face as a consequence of his decisions. What if Peter decided to ride this whole thing out of him being revealed as Spider-Man and never sought the help of Doctor Strange to help fix it? Could this have presented residual risks, like Peter and his friends' plans for the future getting axed? Or could it have mitigated or potentially avoided the risks of supervillains coming into this universe to kill Peter Parker? I suppose we'll never know, but it's this type of thinking, this level of analysis that is done when you are coming up with your risk management plan. So make sure that when you're coming up with your plan, that you document all the risks, positive and negative, risk triggers, mitigation strategies, and contingency plans. 
What's cool about this version of Peter Parker is that he gets to work in a team. And as project managers, the fun of what we do is we get to work with teams. We get to work with people. So this version of Peter Parker is not alone. He works with a team, albeit a small one. And as project managers, we have the honor of working within project offices alongside fellow PMs. We are also tasked with working as part of cross-functional teams, which means you're working with members of other teams that provide critical components of the project that you're managing and feed into the success or failure of it. Therefore, your ability to work with different types of team members is critical. You can see throughout the film the interactions between Peter and MJ and Ned, teeter between a team that's in its norming or performing phase, and they collectively also show high levels of EQ or emotional intelligence, which refers to their ability to identify and manage one's own emotions, as well as the emotions of others. And let's not forget that when Peter and his team members are unsuccessful in getting accepted into college, he makes a grand effort to resolve the problem by attempting to coerce the admissions officer to reconsider Ned and MJ for admission into MIT. This is following Peter's first attempt to solve the problem, which was going to Dr. Strange for help, which we know where that ended up. Now, while neither of the problem-solving strategies is successful, I commend Peter for his urgent attempt to clean things up for his friends. Problem-solving is an essential skill in project management to handle the issues project managers encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Perhaps if Peter had considered some of these problem-solving techniques, the outcome with the admissions officer would have gone much smoother than having to save her from Doc Ock. Scope creep. It's in the movie. Now, Peter changes the forget Peter Parker is Spider-Man spell mid-incantation, thus introducing what we call in project management scope creep. And scope creep is exactly what it sounds like and takes place when requests creep into the project scope that was not a part of the original ask. So done differently, Peter should have thought through what he wanted in the original spell and arrived at a well-defined project scope. From there, he could have discussed the scope with his project sponsor, in this case, Dr. Strange, to ensure that they were both on the same page before project kickoff, the spell. Now, last but not least is this idea of servant leadership. Servant leadership is a leadership philosophy in which the goal of the leader is to serve. This is very different from traditional leadership where the leader's main focus is the thriving of their company or organization. A servant leader shares power, puts the needs of the employees first, and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible. If this sounds familiar, it's because you may have heard Aunt May teaching Peter that with great power comes great responsibility. As project managers, whether we are working in agile or hybrid environments, we may be asked to fill the role of a servant leader, where we put the needs of the team before anything else. In this case, Aunt May is instilling in Peter this idea that he must put the needs of others, even supervillains, above his own. Project manager or not, I hope you enjoyed this rundown of the project management principles that Spider-Man No Way Home can teach us. Let me know if you caught any other PM related or life lessons while you were watching the movie and hopefully you'll catch these and many more in your next viewing.
That will do it for this installment of the Everyday PM podcast. Continue the conversation by following me online on LinkedIn and check out theeverydaypm.com for more content like this. Support the Everyday PM podcast by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting platform you are listening in on. We're available on Spotify, Google Play, Breaker, Overcast, most podcasting platforms, as well as on this YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Ancampia. While you're there, take a moment to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the notifications bell to be the first to know when new content goes up. Thanks so much for joining me, and until next time, take care.